everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined here today by Kenny Taylor again. You get us back to back. You know you love it. You want it more. You got it. You got some more. I can't say my calls from yesterday's slate were very great, though. I didn't do so hot. But you know what? We're going to rebound here, Kenny. We're going to do better. I'm going to do better. Uh, I know it, man. I feel it in my bones. But we do have an interesting slate here. We've got uh, a single-game showdown to start with my bullies. So we got to talk about that one. And then we've got a uh, four-game main slate here. And I think, honestly, looking, I mean, on paper, I feel like every single game here uh, that we've got, Kenny, feels like it's pretty competitive. How do you feel about it, man? Um, I, I feel like three of the four games are going to be pretty competitive. I really don't see Minnesota being too competitive on a back-to-back, especially mm-hmm. since they, you know, out a few of their starters already. That's true. That's true. So it could be a could be a blowout there, but I, I mean I think everyone's gonna stay close. I'm, I'm just gonna keep my keep myself positive here. But let's talk about that early game, man. It's uh, the the I think they're in France. Uh, yeah, Paris. I think yeah. the Paris game here with the uh, Chicago Bulls and the Detroit Pistons. Uh, pretty short injury list here. We got Jalen Duran questionable with an ankle injury. Uh, he was questionable with a, a passport problem earlier. Got that passport figured out, but now he's still questionable with an ankle injury, so I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Nerlens Noel questionable with a knee injury as well, so that's interesting because two of their bigs are questionable. Uh, Corey Joseph is also questionable with a knee injury as well, so uh, that's really it. Besides that, pretty darn healthy. Uh, obviously, there's no Cade Cunningham, uh, of course, but I mean, I, I, I don't know how you're feeling about it, Kenny, but man, I got to go DeMar DeRozan as my captain. He is actually the third, uh, only the third highest guy on the slate. For some reason, they got Zach Levine and, and Vooch uh, priced higher than him, I guess, because he's been out and they've been going off. But if DeMar DeRozan is, in fact, going to play in this game here, I really do think he's going to showcase what he's got in Paris, France. Man, how, how do you feel about that? Uh, I feel like if you're choosing the bull, DeMar would be the player to go with. But for me, I'm actually going to be looking at the other team for my captain position. And I need to put Bogdanovich as yeah. my captain. Mm-hmm. Um, because if this game is somewhat competitive, Bogdanovich need to give you about 25 to 30 real life points. Mm-hmm. And over the past eh, five, seven games, he's been giving you about a still or a block. So give you a yeah. couple actuary stats, a couple rebounds, maybe an assist or two. But that three point bonus is definitely going to be there for him this game. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and the Bulls do not defend three-point line very well. But one, I think you know, one thing you do have to think of in this game here, you know, it's it's a it's an international game. They want to showcase the game. So I do think that the, the veterans and the stars do play as much as possible here. So that's kind of part of my reasoning behind the DeMar DeRozan play. But I do have Bojan on here as well. I think it's a great call, Kenny. I think, you know, if there's anybody on the Pistons that's going to give uh, the Bulls problems, it's going to be Bojan. And he is a bona fide scorer for sure. They're not going to shut him down. I've also got Kobe White here on the Bulls at 4,400. I got some interest there in him. Uh, I know DeMar is back, so that kind of nerfs a little bit of his usage there. But I still think that his offense off the bench is just incredibly important to the Bulls. He's been playing really, really well. So I do have him on my list here as well. Uh, And on the Detroit Pistons side, you have a a value guy I'm looking to have my eye on here, which is uh, Isaiah Livers at 3,800. I think, man, he played really well in that last game, and I feel like he might be carving out a role here. Uh, you know, maybe he has been getting like the Hamadou Diallo minutes and stuff like that. Like he's not going to like knock your socks off or anything like that. But at 3,800, I feel like he's a fair guy. And it's another guy that shoots threes. And again, the Bulls just don't defend the threes very well. So 
that's kind of the the core I'm going with is is Demara captain and a couple of value guys and then definitely Bojan. I think you can fit a couple of expensive guys in a lot around that. Do you have uh, any interest in any other guys in this game here, Kenny? Yeah, you know, since I'm just gonna play a narrative every single now and then. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple years since um Dragic actually played in France. Mm-hmm. And I really do feel like, you know, I do have a captain of my team as a former Fenerbahce player. I, I think <laughs> I can actually take a shot on um, Dragic getting a little bit of PT playing in, playing in a stadium arena he played before. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit crazy on that, but that would be my GPP throw. And for my cash game throw, I feel like, I don't know. Can, can this be a Kobe White night? <laughs> I like Kobe. I like Kobe, man. I do. I think, uh, you know, I think he's decent. I think if this game does get a little out of hand, you know, they're up 20 or something like that. I mean, I still feel like DeMar and them play, but they probably let Kobe run a few extra minutes. And that's enough to really get me at that 4,400 price tag, man. So uh, I do think that he's he's a really, really important part of that defense or that uh, offense off that bench. Uh, so I do I do like him, man. I think he's he's doable here. Do I think he's going to go crazy, though? I don't think so. Not with DeMar healthy. I don't think so. He's not going to go nuts. <laughs> I'm only asking for 20 fantasy points. There you go. I, I think he can get there for you. I think he can get there for you. But let's move on to the main slate, though. Uh, not a lot, well, not a whole lot of injury news just yet on this one either, but maybe uh, Kenny's going to enlighten me here. Uh, I took these uh, notes a few hours ago. So Jalen Brown is questionable still with that great groin injury. Uh, Chris Paul is questionable with that hip injury, so maybe he plays. Uh, I guess he probably doesn't. Old man Paul has been ruled out uh, quite often here this, this season. Landry Shamet on the Suns is also questionable with a foot injury. And then we do have Rudy Gobert, as you mentioned, Kenny, uh, on the Wolves, questionable with a groin injury. Uh, I didn't see Anthony Edwards listed as questionable, but he's been playing through that hip injury, so I assume he's good to go. Uh, but Gobert is a guy that I would definitely keep my eyes on, is a guy that could possibly sit. So let's just go you know, one by one here. Let's break it down. Uh, I don't, Of course, I don't have the, the slate up here on DraftKings, but I've got it here on my little notepad. How about... Uh, let's just talk about Boston and Golden State Warriors first off. Uh, this is actually a game I'm really excited just to just to kind of watch. Uh, I feel like, you know, everyone in the world thinks that, you know, these are two teams that could end up in the finals. I'm, I'm not as big of a Warriors fan as most people are, uh, so I don't really see the Warriors being there. I think someone else is going to emerge from the West, but it would not surprise me if they did make it to the finals. So I think this is a game that, you know, the Stars are going to get hyped up in. Uh, there is a 6.5 spread in favor of the Celtics, which makes sense to me. This seems... Seems reasonable. Uh, how are you feeling, Kenny? Let me ask you, man, for DFS purposes, which side do you like? Who do you like most in this game? Um, DFS purposes, I'm kind of looking at fading this game, but if I had to choose a cash game play, I, I do feel like ooh, Clay Thompson for 7-2 might be the first person I would look at on the Golden State side, and then on the Boston side, looking at Rob will for five, five. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, I really don't have too much DFS interest in this game, but I do have a little bit of prop interest. How about so? No, man, that's uh, it's interesting. I got interest in this game, uh, from mainly from the Boston side. I feel like golden state has been a pretty weak defensive team for, for a little while now. And, uh, I, I think I'm going to continue to ride that trend. I do have Tatum here at 10, eight. I think he's the, the guy I want to spend up on. I think he's going to go nuts. I think it's going to be a, a high profile game. I'm looking for him to step up and have one of those big games. Obviously, Jalen Brown is questionable. 
And so if he's ruled out, you're going to get a lot of high ownership on Tatum. So I'm actually hoping that, Tatum, that Brown gets ruled in. So I get a little bit lower ownership on Tatum because I really want him here in this matchup here. I think it's some, a game where he wants to show out and show that the Celtics are really going to be contenders for this title. Because uh, it's a short slate. Everyone's going to have their eyes on this game, man. I've also got Brogdon here at 5,900. Uh, just in- incredible run of games here last week or so for Brogdon. He's just been a, a, you know important piece for them offensively off the bench. And so my thinking here is, you know, if you're thinking and you're scripting this game as, you know, hey, the Celtics might get down a little bit early and go into a little bit of a hole, might need a little bit of additional scoring. I do think Brogdon might get a few minutes, uh, you know, a few extra minutes there. He is one of the, he is a guy that's been, you know, closing out the games uh, for the Celtics also recently. And uh, so I, I just like him a whole lot. I uh, like him moving six man of the year as well, which I, I put some bets on early in the, in the season. Those are looking really good right now. Um on the Warriors side, I don't have a whole ton of interest either. So, you know, I'm not fading them entirely. I actually got one guy here uh, that I think I'm pretty excited about, though, which is Andrew Wiggins at 5,800. I uh, do think that he's had a very, very rough stretch of uh, shooting the basketball since he's come back from that injury. So I'm hoping he turns that around. He's going to do it at some point. This is obviously a very, very tough matchup. So this is a GPP play for sure. Not a lot of people are going to go to this. It's not, you know, there's no really good logic behind it, aside from the fact that he's putting up – 15 to 17 shots a game. And when you're getting that kind of shot volume, all you need to, to have is that shot to go through the hoop. And at 5,800, I think if that happens, I think he's going to be a really, really solid GPP play because uh, not a lot of people are going to own him. But that's kind of my thoughts on the play here. I'm, in, I'm curious, so you said you were talking about props. So whose props are you looking at here? Um, This prop, um, it's actually your favorite player on the slate, Jason Tatum. I'm going to be looking at a couple of the different books to see which one has his highest PRA available, because I will really be looking at smashing the under on that. So hopefully... Draymond's going to shut him down, huh? Honestly, I think he's going to shut himself down this game. Um, Nah, like, he's, he's improved as a playmaker, but... Sometimes in the big, big games, he kind of underperforms. Mm. Um, throw a few more turnovers than usual. Don't really get the shot falling. Take some unnecessary shots where you usually would just look to pass it up. Mm. Um, I'm really just, I'm not saying a sloppy game, but I'm not thinking you're going to get this usual 55 DK performance night. This is going to be one of these like floor games for him. Around 40 right. points. Well, well we're, we're on opposite sides there, so we might have to go put a little side wager here off air. Now, it's all good, man. It's <laughs> but, good to have some disagreement. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but one more thing. Yeah. Are, are you sure that people won't, you know, remember what Wiggins was doing in a championship game last year and they would just, you know, go to him because he was performing out of his mind with the rebounding? Well, you know what? I've been wrong on ownership before, so I would not surprise me. You know, obviously, I only had a few hours or so to look at this and uh, uh, not too too much to dig into it. But, nah, I, I really don't. I really think that the way he's been playing recently, a lot of people have recency bias. I think it's going to be lower than than what people would imagine. But, hey, if you want to use that as a narrative to go play him, then, yeah, go for it. There sure. you go. You can add that to my, uh, to my likes on there. Uh, but, yeah, anyways, let's move on, though. Let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets and the Phoenix Suns. Um, let me see here. I don't, oh yeah, I do see. Uh, we do have a one point spread in favor of the Nets. Man, that's crazy. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I might have to play that minus one in the Nets there. I feel like they're definitely a better team than the Suns right now. But anyways, let's talk about this team, man. Um, I mean, Kyrie's 9-9. I don't think I'm going to have him in my lineups. If I'm going to play Jason Tatum, I probably can't afford him. 
So what do you think about Kyrie at 9-9, man? Um, honestly, that's going to be my second favorite cash game um, play. Um, in this matchup, um, I didn't see the point total. I don't think it's out just yet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't um, see one. I don't see one currently. Yeah, but I feel like this could be probably the second highest total game on the slate. Mm-hmm. And I really do feel like after this past performance that Kyrie have, he didn't really look like Kyrie to be in the last game. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do feel like he's going to be more aggressive, especially the way the Suns been playing defense against guards lately. And Chris Paul likely not going to be out there. So who are you going to have? Washington trying to guard Kyrie. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I really do feel like this is going to be a Kyrie show. Thinking about 35 points from him. Maybe about 50 DraftKings points. I do got Royce O'Neal here at 5,700. I mean, I got probably more interest in him than, than Kyrie just because of the price tag there and because I'm trying to play Tatum. So that's kind of the reasoning there. Uh, I don't think I ended up fitting him into the uh, lineup that I made right before we came on here, but but I still think it's a fair one for him. He had a real crappy game in the last one, but Kyrie was also out. And honestly, Royce O'Neal needs that creator next to him to, to have a decent line. So he's putting up basically about 30 DK points on the regular, uh, you know, before uh, before that last game. So I still like him a little bit here. But I think most of my interest here comes on the other side of the ball. And Mikael Bridges, 6,800. And I've been on this train for, I don't know, better part of two weeks at this point. But, man, without Chris Paul, no Devin Booker, I know they're getting Cam Johnson back. So I think people will start to fake Mikael Bridges. And maybe they're right. But I still got a feeling here, man, that Mikael Bridges is the man in Phoenix until until further notice. So uh, I think he's gonna, you know, score you know twenty to twenty two points for you. He's gonna get you know four, five, six rebounds. He's gonna get honestly recently he's been putting up like four, five, six assists. Uh, so you know a very decent line there for you at that sixty eight hundred price tag. Now it is getting near seven thousand at this point. It is a kind of a hefty price tag for him, but. Uh, on a four-game slate, you, you can't be too choosy. So I do like Mikael Bridges on the Phoenix side of the ball. You like anyone else on Phoenix, man? Um, outside of Bridges, I actually might take a shot in a couple GPP lineups on Aiden. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, I've been playing decent bigs against Brooklyn and been having some success mm-hmm. um, with that. And especially on a four-game slate, I don't really see too many options if I'm not looking to spend up for um, somebody we're going to be talking about later. Um, <laughs> I, I really don't see who else I would be playing. Um, uh, but outside of that, I might have interest in, um, you know, the little TJ Warren back to Phoenix mm-hmm. narrative. Um, his main getting the volume of shots, as long as he's hitting about 40 to 50%, I feel like that price tag might actually be valuable for both cash and GPP. Yeah. Yeah. He needs that shot to fall, obviously. And, uh, you know, will it fall? Will it not fall? We don't know. But if it does fall, I do think he hits value for you pretty easily. So uh, not a bad call at all. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Minnesota and Toronto. Uh, let's see. Minnesota and Toronto. We have a spread of three points in favor of Toronto. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota's on that back to back. Like you said, I think that makes a lot of sense. So uh, three points. Uh, maybe maybe I would play that. I don't know if I'd play that necessarily, but. Uh, all right, but let me talk about it, man, because I, I know you said you do, you pretty much – I think you said you don't have a lot of interest in this game. I do. This is probably the game I actually have the most plays in, honestly. Yeah, it is. Uh, I Actually, I have a lot of interest in Anthony Edwards at 8,900. Uh, he's under 9K. Uh, you know, no Carl Anthony Towns still, of course. But the big thing for me is if Rudy Gobert is out, I've been, like, hammering away at people 
on saying, you know, he needs that that middle, that center, that that uh, that lane to be open to really be the effective Anthony Edwards that we've seen before. I, you know, the the Rudy Gobert trade aside, like it was an awful trade. <laughs> we can all see that now. It's not like we weren't saying it at the time it happened. Of course we were, because it was a stupid trade. Uh, I know that I was looking for the Bulls to maybe get Gobert, but then when I saw what the Minnesota Timberwolves paid for him, I said, heck to the nah, I'm not paying all that for Rudy Gobert. <laughs> that is not happening, my man. Uh, but I think it also hurts Anthony Edwards as well, having that guy down there just kind of clogging up the middle for him. So I'm hoping Rudy's out for this one, but even if he's not, I still think it's a very decent spot here. I know it is a back-to-back, um, so you know a lot of people will fade him for that reason, but... Uh, but I do like him here. So I know you're probably not Anthony Edwards, but do you like anybody in this game here, Kenny? Um, from the Minnesota side, if I'm playing a cash game, I'm probably going to have Nas Reed in a lineup <laughs> or two. And if I'm going GPP, I'm going to probably take a shot on either um, Jalen Noel mm-hmm. on Minnesota. And if I want to take a shot on somebody from um, Toronto, it's probably going to be Scotty Barnes in the GPP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like I said, I don't have too much interest in this game. I really see this being probably the lowest scoring total game on the slate and also the biggest margin of victory. Mm. That's possible. Very possible. But yeah, I, I've got Anthony Edwards. I found a way to fit Anthony Edwards, Scotty Barnes, uh, and Jason Tatum into a lineup. So that's what I'm going to go with, man. That's that's going to be kind of my my core there. I'm hoping they go off. I think it's going to be pretty unique. Now, a lot of people are going to have that combo. So hopefully it works out for me. But, yeah, I do like Scotty Barnes at 7,600. What he's been doing recently has been spot on. I've also got Nas Reed, so you already mentioned him. One last guy I'm going to throw out here that we, you didn't mention was uh, Precious Achiwa at 3,700. And, again, like I said the last one, minutes in the 20s to 28-minute range, uh, you know, this is a guy that's bringing a whole other aspect to the Toronto Raptors that they've been missing for a while. He was injured for a while. Uh, had been playing pretty well before he went down with the injury, and now that he's back in. They're giving him big minutes right away, man. So I'm, I'm excited about it. I've got him on a few fantasy teams, but uh, I do like him. I think he's got some good upside here. I I think, you know, even if he scores 18, 19 DK points, that's still 5x value. So on a four-game slate, that's still pretty decent for you. So if you need some value there, I think he's a really easy guy to go to. And I think a lot of people probably will have him there for that reason. So, uh, but let's talk about the last game, man. Philadelphia and the Portland Trail Blazers. Sounds like you probably have a lot of interest in this game uh, since you faded, uh, <laughs> faded the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves and, and uh, we're too excited about the, the Celtics. So uh, talk to me, man. Tell me about your uh, – and let me tell you guys, it's a two-point spread in favor of Philadelphia, which seems kind of low, honestly, too. They, they still have Joel Embiid and James Harden. But uh, talk to me, man. Who do you like here for DFS? No, I mean, I'm going to love this game um, for DFS purposes and somewhat for prop purposes, too. Uh, when it comes to cash game, there's no better play than Joel Embiid on this slate for cash. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try and just do all my cash lineups with Joel and Kyrie and then just fill in the rest based off of the news. Then for GPP, my favorite play is actually going to be James Harden. A lot of people are going to be off of him about the production he had against the Clippers <laughs> yeah, the other bad. night. He had a real bad one. Um, and I feel like this is going to be a good chance to get good ownership, probably lower than 5%, eh, maybe lower than 10% on a four-game slate in a big GPP contest when you can get James Harden for less than 10K. I'm always going to be about that for any player who has a 30% usage rating. Um, Outside of that, I have a few cheap plays I like in this game as well. 
And on the Philly side, there's only one player, and it's actually going to be Shake Milton. Really mm. do like him for GPP purposes. Mm-hmm. He's been getting a good amount of minutes over the past, ooh, probably since December. Uh, he's been giving you about 16, 24 minutes per game, and he's been finding his shot. Um, I know the last game he probably shot less than 30%, but before that game, he was giving you about 40 to 60% shooting. And if you're going to give him anywhere from eight to 12 shots, I don't mind paying three sets for somebody who could give me 15 real life points, possibly 22 to 30 DK points. Um, what about you? You got any interest in, in these Philly players? Other than I Milton? am. I am really interested that you said Milton because I actually got I have the guy that's got one letter different uh, in his name, which is Melton. <laughs> I've got I've got DFD Melton on my list at 4300. Here's my reasoning behind the uh, the Melton play. Uh, you know, when we're talking about Portland, we're talking about you know Dame Lillard, Anthony Simons. How do they get their points? And that's you know to me it's their backcourt. To me it's also uh, a little bit of Jeremy Grant as well. Obviously, they don't really they got Nurkic. Uh, they don't really use him. A uh, whole ton on the offensive end. I mean, sometimes he has a big game here and there. But really, we're talking about Dame, Dame Dalla, who is absolutely just destroying teams recently. So my, my guess is my money's on uh, – sorry, not Shake. D'Anthony Melton at 4,300 to go out there and try to stop Dame Lillard in a 20 to 25-minute roll uh, type thing. Now, is he going to stop him? I don't know. But this is a guy capable of putting up you know steals and, and blocks in large numbers. But he's also a guy that's capable of putting up three-pointers in large numbers. You know, we saw that early in the season. Uh, hasn't had a big game recently. I don't know. One might be brewing here. So, uh, again, this is more of a GPP-type play. Um, you know, not necessarily somebody that we're going to guarantee to get some usage out of. He's a guy that goes out there and sometimes just gets cardio. So, no doubt about it. But 4,300, again, it's a four-game slate. You can't be too choosy. I do like him a whole lot for GPPs, honestly. Uh, but now that you say Milton, man, I don't know. I might have to slip in the, him in there and see who else I can fit in for him. But we'll, we'll see about that. Uh, I'm Philadelphia, though. Let me tell you about Tobias Harris at 6,100. I, I like this. I don't know why. I really can't give you any rhyme or reason, Kenny. I just, for some reason, got this feeling in my gut that Tobias Harris is going to have one of those 35, 40, you know, DK point games, which is going to be good enough for me at that 6,100 prize tag here. I mean, I don't know. I mean, l- let me ask you, how, do you think Tobias Harris is worth a look at all in a GPP? Yes. Um, but for some odd reason, whenever I had this feeling about Tobias Harris, especially when he was a Clipper, <laughs> it just Perhaps never worked out. Right. <laughs> it just never worked out. Um, right. I know this last game against the Clippers, he actually um, it really produced. Yeah. But the last game against the Clippers this year, I was heavy on him in the props. Like, this probably was like my little prop of the day, and he just pulled a dud. And like, <laughs> this was the perfect matchup for you. Um, all our starters is out. But, um, nah, GPP-wise, for 6-1, I will go Tobias Harris. But somebody I'm looking at who could probably give you similar perception it might be a little bit more of a usage, high usage player is on the Portland side, and that Jeremiah Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, I never get him right, so <laughs> that's probably bad. A little great assault. <laughs> but I, I am going to have some interest in him, just how I'm constructing my line, since I am going to have two high-priced players. He's probably going to be one of my mid-spins that I'm looking at, and I know he didn't have any of these um, great breakaway 45-plus nights since Dame been back, but I really do feel like for cash games, you can't go 
too bad on a four game slate for Granite. What six eight six nine? Yeah, that's not bad at all, man. I like that a lot. Uh, so yeah, a little bit of different opinions here, a little bit of different ways for you guys to go on that one. I like it, man. I think we got a lot of good plays here for you guys. Let's move on though to Thrive Fantasy plays. If you guys aren't thriving, go Thrive. ThriveFantasy.com. Use promo code Ethos to get that first deposit match bonus up to 250 bucks. Uh, seriously, go do it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, man, my, my, my Thrive account's been dwindling, though, man. I, and I don't know. I'm looking at the slate, and I'm like, I don't even know if I want to play this. It's one of those slates where you pick five of the props instead of ten. So, But I do have two that I'm really into. And uh, how many did you end up with, Kenny? Um, I had one, but I, I might have a second one that I could go with. Okay. Well, let me uh, let me start off here. Hopefully, I'm not stealing yours, but uh, I do have Jason Tatum. I know I'm not stealing yours. What am I talking about? I have Jason Tatum over 30.5 points, and that's 95 points against Golden State. Uh, you know, maybe he does crap the bed in big games. Maybe that happens. But I feel like it's going to be one of those short sight games. He's going to try to put up a bunch of points. Maybe he goes four for, you know, or five for, you know, 15 from the field or something like that. I don't know. Maybe he has a terrible shooting day. And that's okay. He can still reach 30 points in his sleep because he just gets to the line so much, has so much usage. So uh, I do like over 30.5 against Golden State. But what do you got from Kenny? Uh, my first prop is also um, Jason Tatum. Under. <laughs> it's under. <laughs> 30.5 points. Um, this that's guy. a plus size play, yeah. <laughs> like, like I said, I really don't see him doing too great in this game. This is going to be more of a floor game for him. Um, and if you want to get production out of Boston scoring wise, you probably would need to rely a little bit more on the guards than their star forward. Well, there you go. You guys, you got, you got to pick and choose there now. You go, can you go on me? It doesn't matter. Uh, all right, let me let me put up my next one though. Here, I feel better about this one. Mikhail Bridges over 26.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Maybe I'm stealing yours as well, Kenny. That's 105 points against Brooklyn though. Uh, but yeah, I just feel like he's gonna score 20 to 22 points. He's going to give you three or four rebounds. So what is he? He's like three three assists. That's going to be easy money as long as Chris Paul and Devin Booker on the sidelines. So that's what I got, man. Is that yours too? No, no. Okay. I was giving it a look, but I didn't yeah. go with that. My All second right. prop is actually Scotty Barnes. Okay. Over yeah. 8.5 rebounds and assists. Again, easy. I do see this game getting out of hand and. He's probably going to be one of the last starters that they pull out once they actually bring in their bench mob. And the production he's been given, I mean, I really don't see him going under 10. Like, if he could get this in any book, 8.5 rebounds and assists, I would just lock it yeah. in right now. I would smash that for sure. Uh, he's going to get that, no doubt. So, uh, All right, guys, that's going to do it for us, though. That is it. I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at Keith And, Kenny, where can people find your work, man? Yeah, you can find me at OrangeDFS on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. I'm everywhere, always talking about basketball, from NBA to NBL to CBA to EuroLeague. I got to get on that tickety-talk, man. I don't know about all that, but uh, that's all good. I like it, man. I like it. Go follow my guy Kenny everywhere you can. And, guys, do follow the show. Hit that like and subscribe. Give us some listens. Give us some, some love. Give us some reviews. We love you. Hopefully you're winning with these you know, prop picks. Hit us on Twitter. Give us questions. We're always there for you. But uh, do also get that DFS pass as well, which I almost forgot to mention. But it's $4.99 a month. And you should go to sportsethos.com and sign up for it so you can talk to us in Discord as well. Another way to get a hold of us. But, yeah. Until next time, guys, go get that money. <laughs>